Hey friends, Coach Shelby and Coach Christine welcoming you in and letting you know it's time for Brunch Quick Bites Edition, where you can grab your miles with a side of smiles and take them on the run midday, in the afternoon, or maybe a late night snack attack. Let's have some fun to get you moving and grooving, lace up those shoes, put a smile on your face, and let's log some miles Coach Christine, let's get our friends moving and grooving today. Absolutely. Friends, let's go into a strong nine-minute block. You choose how to move and groove in three, two, and one. Let's do it. We're going to keep this quite literally quick and on the go, but just as hearty, friends. So if you need to push up that pace into a conversation pace, you're strolling it out, or you want a little bit more of an express push, and maybe a little little spiciness to your pace. It's all good. We'll have this nine minute block, a 60 second opportunity for you to push up a little bit more if you are so inclined. And then we'll have the exact same thing on the other side of the halfway point. So we can't wait to spend some time with you. Coach, how have you been doing? I've been on the struggle bus express. I'm not even gonna try to lie and say that I haven't been. It's been just, you know, one of those times where getting out has been hard. If it's not one thing, it's another. And I've actually been trying to focus on getting out for some walks just to get my body moving and figuring if I can keep the momentum, eventually I will run and eventually the struggle bus will maybe skip my stop for a few times. I'm so glad that we're going to talk about this today because first and foremost, it happens. We've talked about that before, but it's great to discuss, like you guys hear us discuss this, but we're going to talk about maybe some ideas that we've used or do use or continue to adapt to use so that we can potentially get off what I call usually the hot mess express. Like I just don't want to be the conductor anymore. I'm ready to (laughs) turn over that responsibility. So coach, I'm always a hot mess. I mean, yes, I just don't want to be such a hot mess when it comes to my fitness. It's been a little bit all over the place to say the least. And I think we sent each other a message earlier this weekend. I was so struggling to get out there. I'm going to blame the weather. Can Are we allowed to blame the weather? <laughs> I mean, always. If it I don't is- blame the weather, I'm going to blame my kids. So. Okay. <laughs> So we'll save the kid this time. We'll blame it on the weather. It's just been so hot, so muggy. We've had no reprieves really coming our way, unfortunately. So there's just that that little extra feeling of feeling just like, Ugh, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to get out there. It just feels icky. So well, I've been finding every, ex- not excuse, because I don't really like saying excuse. I've been finding every barrier, let's put it that way that I should be doing X, Y, and C instead. Or I'll do X, Y, and Z now and get my run, walk, strength training in later. And I keep putting myself last, even though I'm not trying to, it just kind of happens sometimes. So I'm glad that you're pointing that out. I think that that tends to happen a lot, especially for people who are balancing all the things. You're balancing a new business. You've got a kid going back to school. You still at some point, I'm sure, have to do laundry or take care of some of the household type of things. 
So how do you feel that it's best to try to put yourself on the list? Because we kind of, we talk about putting ourselves on the back burner, but sometimes we're not even on the list. We're like the last, like it's that, that we missed it in our grocery cart. <laughs> I must say, I'm like, I forgot how to spell my name to put myself on the list. So if anybody can Google how to spell Shelby, that'd be really helpful. We can help you with that. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. You know, going back to like the hooked on phonics days, but um, I've really focused on like the quick bites, those mm-hmm. small little pockets where giving myself the grace that I'm just in one of those kind of like cyclone type of times where my half hour isn't there. My 40 minutes is definitely not there. So what can I do to almost kind of trick myself? Like taking a walk for a little bit longer, getting my juices flowing, getting my body moving, and then just feeling okay that I did something. Um, And I know that you were talking about like your training plan, because again, we're both training for the same race in this this time. Mm -hmm. But you were saying that it was getting overwhelming and you were dreading every single run. And I liked how you said that you took a step back and kind of cut back on some miles and everything. And I feel like we're doing the similar to where we're cutting back on the expectation, Mm -hmm. but still literally and figuratively moving forward. So when I put together the training plan for myself for this particular season, it was a very different approach in terms of what my life looked like at that time. Things may have been a bit more structured. Um, It was prior to us launching our business together. There wasn't necessarily so many different demands on my time. So I was able to put together what I would consider was a very aggressive, it was very realistic, but very aggressive in that looks differently. So right now when maybe sleep is not quite as plentiful as I like it to be, (laughs) I actually really love sleeping and I like it to be a really long nine, 10 hour block. That's what I feel best at. That's not possible all the time. That's quite a bit for most folks. Preach it though. Right? I can take it. I mean, yes. So I looked at my training plan. I'm like, what's happening with me right now is I'm seeing I'm actually missing runs. I'm becoming very inconsistent with my runs because it's it's just like, wow, I, how am I going to fit this in? It's eight Same. miles versus what would just be needed to actually do the race, which would probably be a, quite a few miles less, let's say for a training run that day. So when I started to look back and I'm like, I'm saying so inconsistent that although my weekly miles are adding up to what would be sufficient to get me to the start and finish line of the race, it also made me feel really, really crappy because I started to look at it as like, why am I not able to be successful with this? So I know that there's some thoughts that people have of, you should never lower your bar of expectations, but you know what? Life is very different at different points of your life. And that made no sense. But it basically, friends, <laughs> just to be honest, shit happens, you know? So you can't expect it to be perfect at all time. And sometimes you do need to actually like just lower that expectation so that you're able to feel more confident that like, hey, I did it. So while my weekly miles look somewhat similar, they're a little bit less, it's basically that I shifted the amount of runs that I'm expecting myself to do with the amount of time that I expect myself to be out there. And it's just been mind blowing. Like I'm able to convince myself so easily now to get out. 
Once I'm out, I'm usually able to maybe even do the run that I would have planned for two weeks ago or three weeks ago that I would have dreaded. It's just a matter of now I've lowered that expectation and it just makes it feel more comfortable. But how do you feel when you hear that and you know that there's just this mentality of like, there's so many people who feel like they have to go it the harder way. And I think we've talked about that quite a few times what what goes through your mind when you hear like but is that a failure when people if I was an athlete and I was talking to you and I'm like hey coach I feel like a failure because I'm pulling back on my runs how would you approach that I'd smack you through the phone (laughs) (laughs) okay send a really strongly worded gift no I'm just kidding not really but it's one of those where we're always going to be harder on ourselves Mm -hmm. I know I Mm -hmm. am like what I tell myself I would never tell an athlete because I don't really believe it right so I think a good way to reframe the thinking is okay you know that it's best for you to lower the miles Mm -hmm. So we always talk about increasing and we put this 10% rule on it and everybody always complains because everybody's like, well, 10% is nothing. Okay. Granted. Yeah. Get that 10%. not a whole lot, but let's lower those miles by 10%. Why isn't that okay? If you think that 10% isn't anything to write home about, okay, lower your miles by 10%. And then you see how quickly your mind shifts. It's like, but I don't want to do it. It's like, but you said 10% was nothing. Right. Let's let's right. go ahead and really lean into that thought process. Mm-hmm. And I always say I would rather an athlete go in slightly undertrained than overtrained. And that's a big thing in the running world. But it really is true. And even like myself, like you were saying about going out and building that consistency, my schedule has been the same. Like I run here, then I don't run. And then all of a sudden I'm running again. So right now for me, full cards on the table, two miles is my happy place. It seems like that's the run that I'm able to get in. It's two miles and I'm building that consistency of just trying to get in my quote unquote normal running days at those two miles and then seeing where it goes from there. I appreciate that so much from the 10% rule and flipping it a little bit because it is about reframing. Friends, you get this opportunity right now, reframe. Do you want to push up a 10% or do you want to pull back a 10% in three, two, one, let's do it. This also is a time where whether you're pushing up or pushing down, you need to go ahead and turn yourself around. I think coach, I remember you one time saying doing the hokey pokey at the halfway point, which cracks me up every time. (laughs) Every time you say, turn yourself around in my head, I'm like, that's what it's all about. (laughs) And I start clapping in my head because if not, my mic would start moving around it. I would love for folks to um, do the hokey pokey and take a selfie and tag us at hashtag TF brunch, because that would make me laugh so much. We are... Almost there, friends. You've got this. 20 more seconds, then we'll get that other nine-minute segment and continue talking a little bit about some other strategies as to how to reframe, potentially looking at adjusting so that you are more successful at your consistency. Let's pull into that nine-minute block in three, two, and one. Make sure you're using your arms here. Definitely, especially if you're doing more of a speed walk in that pickup or just in general in your walking, 
use those arms. I know we all have our visual of the speed walkers and the really short shorts, walking really fast and using those arms, but it really does make mm-hmm. a difference. The same thing if you do run and you try to get up a hill or a bridge or what have you, you use those arms to help propel you forward. The same can be said in the walk. Now, you shouldn't be crossing your body with those arms. You don't all look like Popeye the Sailor Man, but still <laughs> the same type of thing. Again, all of my all of my analogies and everything come from apparently kids shows and songs. I can't imagine why. I can't imagine why. I did this before, kid. I can't even try (laughs) to lie and say I wasn't like this before. I just now have more of an excuse. Same thing with snacks. I just have an excuse to carry more. Well, we will see how that turns out for you because I think you're just going to fully lean into it. You're not probably going to change the snacks or referencing childhood cartoons. Not a chance. So thinking of our childhood cartoons, maybe is there a way to reference that when we look at reframing our, our kind of our, our workouts, our exercise? I know we talk a lot about the joy, but I still feel like I hear from athletes a lot in the minute that I tell them, this doesn't seem to be working for you right now. We need to look at pulling back. They have a knee jerk reaction where they think something's wrong with them. So maybe we need them to like tap into their inner childhood superpower of realizing that it's okay to look at things a little differently. And I'm not sure how exactly to reference that except for, yeah, there's just times where it really is important to build that consistency over the mileage, at least for me and my brain, the way it works. I was going to say a lot of times the way I'll frame it with myself as well as an athlete is, okay, I understand the disappointment, feel that, embrace it, we get it, but also turning and flipping the script of, okay, you're going to beat yourself up no matter what, because that's just human nature. I feel like women, especially we're Mm -hmm. pros at it, but are you going to beat yourself up not doing any movement or are you going to beat yourself up by just readjusting what was written in this gospel of stone training plan and almost always the answer's gonna be I'll beat myself up less if I do something and realizing that the training plans are great we as coaches put a lot of blood sweat and tears into writing them but that doesn't mean that that is gospel because at the end of the day, like you said, shit happens. Yeah. I mean, if I had a dollar for every time something didn't happen, how I had worked out, I would probably be on a beach in Tahiti on my private trip right now. <laughs> yeah, I think that's to be that's to be fair. So, like, well, I had the one training season where my father had a heart attack, and I was training for New York City that particular season. So my miles looked very different than what the training plan said. And it was, it shouldn't have to be such an extreme example, but that was one of the things that started to help me to see like, you're still gonna be okay. Like race day is gonna come. It may not be a PR race, but you can still make it in just having some consistency with getting in some miles versus all or nothing. And I think that that's basically what this, has been about is for me anyway, was that I feel like it was very all or nothing. When I was looking at my very aggressive training plan, I was like, this is amazing if all of the things were working perfectly right now, but right now it's not where I'm at. So how can I get a little something snuck in so that I still feel better come race day? 
And that's where I think walks come in. Mm -hmm. Doing a little five-minute strength training, doing a little yoga. The other day, I was super stiff. I didn't want to move my body. And I, in the middle of trying to get my child ready for school, because again, why make things easy for myself? (laughs) I was telling her to eat her waffle. I forget what my husband was doing. And I sat there and did a few sun salutations, a few cat cows, and just made my own thrown together yoga practice. I just needed to move. And I did feel better, mind, body, and soul. I still, I think, yelled about five minutes later because no one was listening to me. But (laughs) compared to what it could have been, it was a lot better. I was only slightly on the bitchy scale. Okay, that's fair, though. That's fair. I love, though, that you are describing that it doesn't have to be... Like, I can already... The minute you say yoga, I... For me, for such a very long time, the only way that I felt like I was actually getting anything done when I did yoga was if I did a full 90-minute Bikram and I was drenched in sweat when I came out of the 105-degree room. Now it is just as simple as like taking two minutes away from my desk and doing a really good, nice forward fold or... I don't know if cat and cow is my jam. I don't think I tend to do cat and cow as much as I likely should. Oh, I love that. I love I love me a cat cow. Do you? I love a little bit of I a sun do. salutation to get some like energy going through my brain. But there is something to be said with that. But yeah, I, people have yoga as like a calm, serene room with candles lit, and it's amazing. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, but I've had to really concentrate on trying to let those little portions be enough and. Again, some days it is not, and I beat myself up, and I feel like absolute a big pile of poo, but I'm working on building that consistency, same as everybody else listening Mm -hmm. probably, of just letting those little shimmers fill up my cup a smidge. So thank you for sharing that, Coach, and for always being so honest and transparent with everyone, because I think that folks tend to believe that because we are here on the side of the mic, that it's just so easy for us to get laced up or like, and it may be the case. There are seasons where absolutely it's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> this is great. And others not Have so Have you had easy. one of those? I have. I've never had one. Really? Yeah, yeah I I'm have. Jelly? I've, I've oh, had yeah, a, no. a couple of seasons like that. Um, and I think for me, again, a lot of things were going in my favor. Things were, there wasn't a lot of fluctuations in life. And I tend to be a creature of habit whenever I can be. It just, I like routine. So when I have a really good routine, that helps quite a bit. Um, why was it also? It's also winter in Florida. I don't think I've ever had a good summer season in Florida. But the weather Fair. helps. Okay. Yeah, the weather totally helps. And then I also think that it likely had to do with a lot of mental training. So that's always what's great about these times is that you can get that mental strength. Maybe you're not building your physical aerobic capacity as much as you'd like, but you are really, really building that mental strength every time you get out there for five minutes versus skipping it. And you know I love me some buns. I love my peach, but... My brain muscles, man, if I could flaunt those, I I would be a 10 out of 10. You are a 10 out of 10. You are a 10 out of 10. (laughs) We have about 60 seconds before we have that final little push 
if you are so inclined, friends. And then we are wrapping up this quick bites. But I think our big takeaway for this week that we're going to task you with if you are so inclined because you maybe are having a little bit of difficulty getting out there is look at maybe dropping a 10%, not of your entire week, because I can already hear a lot of people being like, there's no way I can do that. But if you have a run that you are struggling to get out for, maybe just do a quick little mental math and be like, you know what? I'm gonna go for 10% less of the distance it's called or 10% less of the time and see how you feel. When you're out there, maybe you won't need it, but maybe it's exactly what you need to help reignite getting out there the next time around. I love that. Yes. Good. I mean, mic drop again. Yeah, let's go ahead and let's, how about coach, let's use it ourselves for this week if we see a run that we're dreading and then maybe post it in the community page. Okay. Okay. I I can do that. Okay. I can do that. We're going to make it happen. (laughs) So folks, we're going to go into that 60 second pushup if you're so inclined in three, two, and one. And definitely swing those arms. I'm telling you, in my head, that's all I'm doing right now. I mean, I'm doing it in real life, too. Just just do a little cha-cha, a little jive. It does really help because they say that basically you change your form accordingly whenever you think of your arms versus your feet because we're not necessarily looking down at our feet. You shouldn't be looking down at your feet. It's just harder to connect that that drive to push. So utilizing your arms is definitely what my go-to has always been. Plus, I like to say that it also helps me to convince folks to do that upper body strength training session that we tend to be like, as runners, we're like, no, I hate upper body, but I actually think it's good. So friends, use those strong arms, help to move those feet. Coach, we're wrapping this up. Thank you so much, brunch crew. I know, in five, four, three, two, and one absolutely awesome work everyone we are so excited to have spent this time with you getting in your quick bite as you go through the rest of your day don't forget it's really important to pat yourself on the back give yourself that high five and rehydrate and refuel join us again with time for brunch saturday long run edition or come back for some more midweek quick bites regardless of when or where We're going to be serving up more miles with Coach. A side of smiles.